on today's episode, we talk about Northwest Oklahoma City, my personal favorite part of Oklahoma City, home to the beautiful Lake Hefner, even in the midst of winter, beautiful place to hang out and see incredible sights. We're gonna be talking in this episode all about Northwest Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City in general is a linear market. In the linear market, we talk about uh, holding value over a long period of time. We don't get huge gains, we don't get huge drops in Oklahoma City, but of the areas of Oklahoma City, Northwest Oklahoma City being the highest appreciation levels. We're gonna start here in quadrant one of the four corners, remember we talked about last week on the show, quadrant one is gonna be the, the topic we talk about today, which is Northwest Oklahoma City. The next three videos, we're gonna get into Northeast Oklahoma City, Southwest Oklahoma City, and Southeast Oklahoma City. So stay tuned for this exciting four-part series on where to invest in Oklahoma City, the quadrants broken down in detail. From the middle of America, welcome to the Oklahoma City Real Estate Show, covering local market data, news, and reports to arm you with information you need to empower your investing and strengthen your American rights. Top Realtor, investor, husband, father, and veteran. Here is your host, Landon Witt. For more information and to listen or watch online, visit okcrealestateshow.com. All right, welcome to the episode on Northwest Oklahoma City. I want to get into detail on this episode. Remember, this is part one of a four-part series where we'll be getting into each quadrant of Oklahoma City in detail as requested by you, the viewer. Um, first, I want to jump into the InfoSparks screen, which gives us an overlay from 2007 all the way to 2020, uh, the blue line being Oklahoma City as a whole, starting out to, in 2007 at $74 a square foot and ending out in 2020 at $97 a square foot, we see a departure from Northwest Oklahoma City and Oklahoma City at about 2015, we really start to see the, the uh, appreciation start to really increase more than the average of or the median of the city in 2015. So we can see that. And I just want you to see why Northwest Oklahoma City is a favorite for investors. And that's because of all this attention that it gets on the appreciation scale. We're looking at about 6 to 7% appreciation annually going on in Northwest Oklahoma City over the last couple of years. So cool stuff. We're going to jump in just to, to get an understanding of um, the maps here. I'm pulling up the heat map, which is the appreciation over the last 12 months, appreciation or depreciation. So I want to pull this up, make this a little bit bigger. Um, as we get into the darker blues, the darker blues are the most appreciation, typically around the 15 to 20% range, whereas the reds are leaning towards negative appreciation or devaluation at the, the most brightest red being 15% losses over the last 12 months. So as we get in, just our barriers here of Northwest Oklahoma City is downtown, 
which is if you're on Google Maps, that's where the Oklahoma City barrier or the Oklahoma City words appear. And then we're going to go northwest of that downtown. So you've got 235 being our northwest barrier on the east side. So 235 and then south side will be I-40, okay, running west to east at the the southernmost border of the northwest Oklahoma City. There's also a river that runs right along downtown there that differentiates the north from the south side. So as we get into this, we look in, in greater detail, we can see a lot of action going on. Now this red that you see downtown is primarily uh, urban uh, commercial structures, okay? So we don't have a lot of residential data. So we can kind of ignore a lot of what's going on here. But on the outskirts, we've got the residential neighborhoods. You can see this in this area over here. This being uh, Great Gains in residential area. This would be right along 10th Street and Western, west of Western and 10th Street, okay? So as we get north of there, we're going up to the Plaza District. I want to bring up this because no episode of Northwest Oklahoma City would be complete without talking about the Plaza District, which is an interesting area of shops, restaurants, bars, activity between Western and Penn along 16th Street. We've seen Gatewood, which is a subdivision just north of 16th Street, really accelerate rapidly in property values, largely due to the folks wanting to live in this urban, walkable type city. We're seeing Airbnbs popping up in that area and a lot of rental opportunity in the high end because You've got students and, and uh, hardworking individuals that just want to live in and rent in those cities, that, that kind of that urban feel. So that's going on in the Plaza District here. So any properties that we send you at Gatewood, uh, excellent opportunities. South of 16th Street, we get into kind of a uh, speculative area. But really, look at this, though. It's not so speculative. Um, we're seeing a lot of the blue which is, our, again, our appreciation uh, going on, if I can get that, there you go, um, to load just south of 16th Street, right in here. This, you've got properties that are, are distressed, super distressed, right next to properties that are brand new builds and brand new developments and brand new reconstructions. So it's really an area of a lot of volatility. And when I mean volatility for you guys that are in California, I don't mean California-style volatility. I mean an opportunity to buy a property and be able to watch an increase of 10 15% appreciation value and properties that were crepid and, and about to be torn down, really, and build a property that could sell for $180 a square foot. That's going on in that area. So you're buying, your acquisitions are $100 a, a square foot, and you're buying, and you're selling at 165 and in some cases, they've even surpassed $200 a square foot. We haven't seen that going on south of 16th, but it's definitely been north of 16th. Uh, but in this area of the plaza, now, moving east of there, we get into the Mesta Park, okay? Mesta Park used to be in the 200 to 300 range. Now, we're really seeing that get into the 400 and up range. 
really good to see that Mesta Park is still gaining value, that last year we, we saw a, a greater than average increase. And this is largely due to a good influx of medical staff coming into Oklahoma City. Got a lot of um, uh, higher upper end management of nurses moving in there, doctors moving in there, surgeons moving in there from uh, OU Medical Center and a Baptist expanding their facilities and they're bringing in new staff. So there's greater demand in the Mesta Park. We also see people um, that have sold their properties in Edmond and the suburbs coming into the city and choosing places like Mesta Park once their kids uh, go off to school. And we'll talk about schools in just a minute of why that occurs. Getting north, we get into the, the Paseo district, another artsy district. Anything along Western and just south of 30th or north of 23rd, Along Western really was a good score last year. Any properties we can find you in this area are going to be good, good, good bets. When we go west of down 30th, okay, we're getting around the Oklahoma City University. North of Oklahoma City University, we saw a great increase this last year. We're seeing some really cool houses coming out of there that the, the mid-century, um, really towards the 1930, 1940, kind of leaning towards 1950 in some of the designs, uh, but really retaining that character of like the Tudor style, the bungalow style still. Uh, those renovations really being popular for those looking for the non-cookie cutter homes. So they're buying north of, of Oklahoma City University, right in this area over here. Moving west, we get into the Venice and Cleveland neighborhoods. So that's right uh, where Northwest um, 30th and May intersect. So south of 30th is the Cleveland neighborhood. And north of 30th, we get into Venice. Uh, all those have had a great year. We've seen a lot of opportunity for home renovations going on there. In fact, I've had clients that have purchased as a primary dwelling that bought in the 110 range that just in a two-year time period are now, and really not doing anything to the property, are now selling for $150,000 to $160,000 for that same $120,000 property just two years later. So excellent gains in that neighborhood. Uh, per square foot price, you're looking in Venice at about $130 to $160 per square foot, but generally riding right around the $130 a square foot. Now, if it's not updated and it's and it's just bare, you're looking at about $100 a square foot. So there is a huge discrepancy in changes, and that really has to do with cosmetics. These homes have to be moving ready, uh, ready to go because this is a financed world. We don't have a lot of savings in today's society, so when we move into a property, we want it to be ready to go because we've just got enough for our down payment. So a property, we're willing to pay more on a monthly payment for a property that looks great and great condition than we would pay less for a property and then have to use our cash to fix it up because we're a cash poor economy um, at this at this point. Typically, most buyers just have their down payment and closing costs, not much more than that. Um, and very rarely do we actually get a 25% down in properties under 300,000. Something to keep in mind. Okay, so as we're moving north of I-44, Okay. Again, we're staying north of, of the Oklahoma City core, and this is really the Oklahoma City core here, which stretches east of I-44 and west of 235, okay, and then south of I-44. So this is our Oklahoma City core. 
really good opportunities throughout here. And really, unless you're buying a property that is just right on a super, super busy road, everything is in the playground now. Lots of opportunities to be able to rent these properties out and to buy properties that will cash flow and gain in value if you're a primary home buyer. Um, moving north of I-44, we get up to Nichols Hills, okay? Nichols Hills is considered one of the luxury towns in Oklahoma City. It is its own city, but for all purposes, it is in Oklahoma City. Um, we are seeing actually areas of red and white, white being property values didn't change much at all. In fact, in some cases, if they stayed the same, they really just kept up with inflation. And in some cases, didn't even keep up with inflation. Then getting towards these red areas here, like north of Wilshire, where we saw decreases in estimated home value. Um, and that's due to, again, those larger luxury homes. These are homes that are priced 600 to 2 million that can end up uh, staying on the market for long periods of time as they wait for buyers to buy, uh, to come in and buy those those particular price ranges. So, always an interesting metric that also coincides with what's going on in in um, New York right now, where we're seeing luxury inventory uh, sitting on the market. Getting north of there, we get to a city called the Village. Both Nichols Hills and the Village have their own police department. Okay, the taxes are a little bit higher than Oklahoma City. Much higher in, in Nickel Cells, but not so much in the village. But we've got the opportunity of having our own fire department, our own police department in the village. And you've got this kind of um, suburban feel, but yet it's still got the, the east and west crossroads. Um, so it's not technically suburbia, but it was in the 1950s. Uh, but a lot of opportunity with houses in the three-bedroom, two-bath range with concrete foundations. That's where we start tra transitioning in Oklahoma City uh, to uh, concrete foundations. As we get to the city core of Oklahoma City, we're starting in 1910. As we move north, we're getting to 1950s, post-World War II, we started having those concrete foundations. So if you like concrete foundations, and please tell us if, if that's what you, you prefer, we're going to be looking village and north in Oklahoma City um, would be for you. So good value increases here. If you're looking, you want to stay along May, okay, getting into the village there. And really the cutoff is Pennsylvania. Once you get east of Pennsylvania in the village, we're not seeing any increases in value. Also, those properties get a lot smaller. A lot of those are two-bedroom, one teeny tiny garage, whereas in the village, we see a lot of two-car garages, which are in high demand. Um, we're seeing over here um, towards north of Britain, we get into um, Cassidy School District, okay? We don't see a whole lot east of Penn, but are west of Penn, but as we get east of Penn, this whole area along Britain Road, which Britain has, has seen a road expansion this last year, make it a lot easier to get through that area, a lot more traffic going through there north of Britain up till you hit Western has really been a good area of price appreciation. So um, once we get um, north of Hefner, though, we're hitting a stall, a pretty hard line there of price uh, depreciation going on. And that's right at Western 
between Western and Penn north of Hefner, that addition, stay away from that going into 2020. Let's let that area stabilize. Now, if you're getting great deals, and again, every single time that we work with you on a property, we're going to let you know, here's what's going on with the forecast of that area. Here's what we experienced last year in that area. And what we essentially do is if, if we're not getting huge appreciations, right, we want to make sure every deal cash flows. But if we know that an area is not going to appreciate rapidly or it's going to stay within the same guidelines as let's say a linear super linear market then we're going to rate that deal based on cash flow we're going to look at month how much are we getting monthly how much are we making off the actual rent of that place and not focus on our return of investment being heavily weighted on appreciation so that's an important thing to understand as we're evaluating these deals you and I sit down we understand what deals that we're getting and how that deal works. And so that's going to be in lieu of the map um, and, and just the data. So once we get north of there, we really see a stall of appreciation. And this goes all the way, and we'll talk about this in later episodes, but this goes all the way through Edmond. Okay, Edmond really last year, not really any gains, kind of holding steady at that appreciation of 3% or less right at inflation right now until you get into Edmond downtown, you've got some appreciation going on. But the ma the vast majority of properties in Edmond last year did not appreciate. So now we're getting back into the Oklahoma City core. Lake Hefner, which is where we started this video, you remember flying over Lake Hefner, the east side of Lake Hefner, great appreciation going on there in terms of Oklahoma City. West of Lake Hefner, we're staying static, okay? Um, there's a lot of different reasons that go into this, um, but a lot of these properties are either a large square foot or they're associated with Ski Lake, Ski Island, and they're they honestly don't sell. There's not a whole lot of turnover going on over there. A lot of retirees, a lot of communities that just kind of stall out. So we don't see a lot of volatility in the market because there's not a whole lot of sales going on. There's also pockets over there of Section 8 housing that we get into. So that's important uh, for like when we go for duplexes. Duplexes in that area have, have done really well. Um, typically, you'll find a duplex uh, will sell you guys in the 200 range and rent each side out for $1,000 a month. Sometimes we can even get $1,050 or $1,100 a month. So good opportunities west of Lake Hefner in the multi-family uh, uh, duplexes and also ranch-style homes. Do keep in mind as we start to get over $130,000 and $140,000 in purchase price, we're going to tap the brakes for you guys on single-family home rentals. If you're buying as your primary occupant, great. Just make sure it's a home that you like because, again, you're not going to get huge appreciations northwest of Lake Hefner. Now, as the city infrastructure changes and we get more roads and we get more you know, things to do over there, you will see that start to catch up. So long play over here for sure. Look at your cash flow when buying northwest of Oklahoma City or Lake Hefner. Moving south, we get into Bethany. Bethany is a city that's really been recently on the radar because of the recent appreciation. It's important to note that if you're buying property in Bethany, we'll always have you check the um, or we'll check the uh, school zones or the schools districts that, that's in there because if you're not part of Bethany schools, most 
tenants and home buyers are buying in Bethany because of Bethany schools. A lot of the properties that are in the city of Bethany are not in Bethany schools, which can drastically reduce the amount of rent you can charge. We learned that I'm talking $50, $100 per month on a home that rents for $950. You're looking at $900 or $850 just because of the school district. So you can get away with a lot less updates to the property if you've got that great school district. So looking back at the map here, we've got Bethany and then east of Bethany, War Acres. War Acres had a pretty bad year last year right along Northwest 50th and Ann Arbor. This area experienced a lot of crime. In fact, I've got uh, some relatives that live in this area that experienced a break in that this last year. Um, you've just got uh, just kind of a weird thing going on here. 1940s uh, crawl space, 900 square foot, three bedroom, one bath, one car garage um, situation going on here. A lot of rectangle houses that were built uh, right at the end of World War II. Now, north of 50th, we've got appreciation going on in these neighborhoods. So again, each deal we, we're going to look at, we're going to look at the areas, we're going to look at the history, and we'll also talk with you about kind of what's going on in those neighborhoods. But um, we don't have a lot of time this video. I want to be able to wrap this up soon, but I wanted to get into south. So if we get northwest Oklahoma City, right, and then we get over here on 10th Street, this area right here west of, let's say, Council, okay, I think this is Council, MacArthur, so MacArthur West to Rockwell and Council, we've got an area which has depreciated or stayed stagnant that we've get, got reports from properties, property owners and property management companies that these properties that sit vacant are actually, again, having some crime issues. So when you're in this area, you want to make sure that you're keeping it occupied. And also, we don't not buy in a class C area. We just look at the numbers and the risks. So if we're getting a super great deal, we can make it worth it because of those higher vacancy and higher risk. But if the numbers are good, we still pull ahead. So a lot of these are opportunities and believing that the city is going the right direction. So each deal we assess in lieu of what the numbers tell us. And that's what I'm trying to get through on this video is we're evaluating these deals. And if you haven't signed up for the property uh, spotlight or the property alerts, you need to do that. Go on okcrealestateshow.com. Go underneath the contact tab. You can fill out the property cert, the property alert uh, form there. You let us know what properties you're looking for. Most of the deals we're doing in 2020 are not hitting the MLS. You will not see them on Zillow. Even the wholesalers, uh, you're not going to see some of this stuff. You're only going to see it through these emails because it's a different market this year. So we understand what you need. So you need to communicate what you need property-wise. We're going to match you with these properties. And again, the also the theory of where you're investing, what neighborhood you're investing, and also depending on what you're looking for is where we'll look in the city. So I hope this was helpful. Before we leave, I want to talk just very quickly about school districts. For those that um, are renting your properties out or buying and looking at this, I want to show you to a, a website called greatschools.org. This um, is based off of our test score rating. Elementary in Oklahoma City, Northwest Oklahoma City, great. You've got 
eight out of 10 on a lot of the schools, going seven, seven to eight to nine out of 10 on the school rating. When we get to middle school, that's when we see a departure start to happen. You can see this in the Oklahoma City Core, 3 out of 10. These 10 out of 10 in Oklahoma City are charter schools. So keep in mind, as you want to get those higher ratings getting into middle school and high school, same thing plays out in high school. We can show that here. Once we get into high school, we see the public schools starting to, you know, the, the, the general assigned schools starting to decline in, in quality and charter schools trying to go higher. So most people that are elementary age kids, they're not worried about the school districts in Oklahoma City. But once we get to that middle school age and high school age, it does matter. And that's where we've seen an exodus to Edmond and, and Piedmont because their schools are statistically higher for the middle school and high school. So being able to provide your, your tenants and your clients, and if you're a home buyer, with the school districts and the charter programs that you can get involved in. And a lot of these charters are actually paid for by the state. So it's just a matter of testing for that school. So if your kids are making outstanding, excellent grades, they can get into those programs. So you may have heard that our schools are bad, and the answer to that is yes, but there's a lot more to it than just the test rating. So I uh, wanted to share that with you. Um, thanks for watching this video. Don't want to get too long on you. Make sure to sign up for the property alert. Again, that's on okcrealestateshow.com. Thanks for watching. Oh, click and subscribe and like this video if you want to see more of these coming out each week. Look for part two, three, and four coming out. Thanks for watching. For more information and to listen or watch online, visit OKC. Okay